BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Giving them more like the million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them all to the morning Come on, Steve. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Hell, man. Back in business, too, man. Whew. Man, how good is God? I mean, really, if you think about it, in spite of all that's going down in your life, first of all, it could be worse. But secondly, sometimes you have to remember, and I've just had to have this conversation with myself this morning. That's how I'm fresh on this one right here. When a challenge faces you, are you going through a difficult moment or you didn't hit a bump in the road? In the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it would take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. If you can be grateful in the middle of it, Gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you and it got a little bumpy on the road and you ran into some obstacles and you didn't ran up into some detour signs and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year, you got to be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn. It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes, man, this is bad. Man, I can't believe this is happening. Why this keep going down? Th that doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, milling over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends, you know, making it sound worse than it is. Tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that then cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute and now I didn't got real bumpy in the road, you know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road and even though I done ran into a detour and even though I, I've hit this lull, I've, I'm going down into a valley, I ain't up on the peak. Can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through, and realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass too. He going to get me through that too. Come on, man. 
God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road I didn't hit, what I got to remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me, of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. That ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family, but legally. See, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. Something told me not to go down there. Man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man. Because everybody make mistakes and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserve to do some time. But through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and, 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 and so I'm, 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 I'm slowly getting better at that. 
But I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does now. Read about it and try it. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your divided attention, please. This is the beginning of a new day. This is the start of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let us begin. Three, two, one. What's up, Shirley? Hey, what's up, Steve? <laughs> Carla? What's going on, Steve? Hey, crew. Hey, Julia. Big dog. What's that? What's going on? on the porch. Nephew Tommy. Doggy dog. I see you, boy. <laughs> you sound like you're on the porch and we're passing by. And you but as a girl, I Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ain't nothing right like the there, porch. Boy, you drive that thing. Drive that thing, boy. You're <laughs> 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 crazy, Steve. Oh, we Monica. Monica. Oh, oh, you act like you don't know nobody. Always <laughs> oh, a little cute ass girl walking around on water, holler back in the field. <laughs> <laughs> <In> the porch. <laughs> Bobby Womack. <laughs> if you think you're lonely now. <laughs> Tonight. Yeah. I love it. If you think yeah. you're not, you know, I think I'm going to go down the store give me a watermelon. <laughs> That's what you got to say. Now, now, now let me ask you something. When you, no, I got When you thump a watermelon, what you listening for? No, I don't thump watermelon. Well, I know how to pick watermelon. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you supposed to thump them. No, know. dog. What you going to tell about a thump? This is how you pick a sweet watermelon. Okay, how do you where the stem comes out, the bottom, where it has the stem on it, yeah, yeah. or where the stem mm-hmm. used to be. Uh-huh. If you see a lot of, you know, those veins, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. the little veins on the outside, that's sugar content. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. So that means it's a sweet, ripe that's right. watermelon. That's okay. right. Okay. Now, you can pick a sweet one that don't have it. Because mm-hmm. like them dark green ones don't oftentimes show a lot of veining. Mm-hmm. But when you pick them light green with them long ones, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. The old school. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you say, huh? huh? That that right there? <laughs> when it got a lot of brown veins coming around off that stalk, that stem, that sugar content. Oh, so that means it's right That's how you ready. pick it. Okay. Boy. Now, no, if they, you got, they thump them down south. I didn't. That, yeah, so, well, you know, yeah, you don't, you don't know how to store. do that. 
because you don't buy enough of them. You don't grow them. If you grow watermelons, you can thump them. But you don't okay. know what you even looking for. Okay, well, yeah, when it thump, what you looking for? Yeah, that's what I don't know. I don't know what I'm listening for. So now you just thumping. <laughs> <laughs> you can take this ragged ass watermelon right on to the house. And and are we do are we doing seeds or seedless? Because I like seeds. No, it, it, see, there's no watermelon that don't have seeds in it. All watermelon got seeds. But but yeah, but you know they have seedless watermelons. That's, it, that's gemeti- genetically modified, surely. I can read. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know. It's but, at a store like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, but that ain't the real. Them out, then, but that ain't the real. Real watermelons have seeds in them. Right. Oh, real fruit. That's what I thought. Let me tell you something. Go to Africa and and you be trying to find seedless watermelon the whole time you over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like none. seeds. I want the yeah. seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a little country lesson on how to pick a watermelon. That's vain right. content. The vain yeah. Because we give, because we buy, we approaching watermelon season. Yes, when is it is. exactly? July to September. Your ass, that's watermelon time. Come on now. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, it's the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Well, let me see if I can see how stupid I can get this morning, Shirley. I'm going to try to get, I'm going to try to multiply that thing by five this time. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Problem at the ballet. All right. All minds clear. Good. (laughs) Cat Cat dog, if you would, let's go. Problem at the ballet. Hello? Hey, Orlando. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? Hey, man, what's going on? You doing all right? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, what's up? Hey, listen, I need you to do something for me. But do you need uh, your uh, your car details? Or... No, 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 not this week. Listen, I got something I want you to do for me. I'm doing a prank phone call, and I want you to call this guy and, and tell him you're the valet downstairs. Ask him for his ticket number and tell him, hey, we got a little bit of an issue, but my, my manager's going to call you back. Uh, are you sure you want me to do it? You're the valet guy. That's all you got to do. All right. What What does a Mexican guy got to be as the valet guy? You get to be the manager. What's up with that? Just make this. I'm gonna click over and make the call. All I want you to do is just tell him you're you're the valet guy. Will you do that for me? All right, man. I got you. All right, all right, all right. Hang on, just hang on. Hello. Uh, hello. Is this Mr. Franklin? Yes. Can I ask who's calling? Oh uh, yes, um, I'm uh, I'm Orlando with Valet. Uh, did you park a Lexus with us about 30 minutes ago? Yeah, I did. What's what's going on? What's this about? I'm just going to need your ticket number real quick. There's a small issue, and uh, once you get the ticket number, I could um, have my manager just call you back. Five three four six. But why do you why do you need my ticket number? Is there something wrong with my car? Did something happen? Um, my manager will call you back, and he'll give you all the details. Okay, so so something did happen to my car? Um, once I give my manager your ticket number, uh, he'll call you back shortly, and he'll uh, tell you everything. Okay, well, can you have him give me a call as soon as possible? Because I would like to know what happened to my car if something happened. This is, I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I have to go. But you can't tell me anything else before you leave? I mean, there's no details that you can give me about anything with my car? Uh, like I said, my manager will handle it. I, I have to get going. Perfect, Orlando. That's perfect. I right? I got it from you, bro. I appreciate it. Let's call him back. Hello. Hello. Is this uh, is this Mr. Franklin? Yeah, this is he. Can I ask who's calling? This is Cliff, man. I'm the manager here down at the valet. 
Oh, great. Thank you. I've been waiting to hear from you. Oh, my God. 30 minutes ago, you you pulled in with a, they're telling me a silver, a light gray Lexus. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's my car. What What's going on with my car here? Okay, and what's your number? Is it 5346? Yeah, that's that's my number. I mean, I already went through this with the other guy. Can you just tell me what the hell is going on with my car? Okay, are you able to come downstairs right now? No, I can't. I valeted over there. I'm at a I'm at a I lunch with a client somewhere else. I'm not there right now. I, why do I need to come down right now? Can you just what is happening? Okay, so here's the deal, sir. We have a we have a, a, a one of the um, valet workers here has gotten mad and he left. He quit the job and he's he's gone. He's left the premise. The problem we're having right now is we don't see your car. What you, know, the and you don't see. It. What do you? What? I'm sorry. What? What? Um, okay. 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 Wow. All right. So my car is gone. My car is gone. Is that what you're telling me right now? Somebody quit uh, your company we're, and we're, took my car. Well, well, hang on. We're looking on every floor and we're trying to figure out if if it got parked somewhere else. But he's gone, and what? we're we're. That's why we called to get your number what? on there. Parked somewhere else, man. What the. F- do you mean? Do I have a car or not? Did my car get stolen? How many floors do you have? How long does it take? I just f-ing bought that car. That is a brand new f-ing car, and now it's just I, vanished. I, Are you kidding me I, right now? Well, hold on, hold on. I understand. I understand. Let me ask you something. Is there a way? Um, is there a way maybe you can come by tomorrow and we can try to work something out and just see a, you know? No, there is no way I'm coming by tomorrow for a car that's missing today. First of all, we need to get the police involved in this. I don't even know what. Wait, 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 wait. Start off, Mr. Franklin. Mr. Franklin, police right now. Mr. Franklin, we don't want to get the police involved in this. We who is we? Who is we? Because I damn sure want to get the police involved. So who is I'm just saying, we are the, I'm, listen, I don't want to lose my job because we lost a car. If you just give me some time to find the car, that's all I want you to do is give me some time. Let me go by this guy's house where he lives and see if the car is there. You should already be in a car driving your b- ass to this man's house talking to me right now, okay? The fact that you're not there is malpractice. I'm calling the police. I'm suing the b- building owner. I'm suing the manager. I'm suing the b- who made the valet box. I'm suing everybody affiliated with your b- business. Do you understand me right now? Uh, okay, but listen, Mr. Franklin, why are, you, why, are you, why are you upset with me? I didn't do nothing. I didn't take the car, okay? Why are you upset with you? Why, are you responsible for this parking lot? Are you a manager? I, what is your occupation, I'm, sir? What I'm, do you do? I'm, the manager. I'm the manager here. And Orlando called you earlier, okay? And we're trying to find out where the car is. We are. I don't really feel like it. You don't even want the police involved, man. You're not trying to find sh- You're trying to cover your ass right now. I'm mad at Orlando. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at your company. I'm mad at the man who put the damn asphalt down in the parking lot. I'm mad at everybody right now, okay, Cliff? Okay, 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 but calm down. Okay, but let me ask you this here. Are you, are you, are you mad at, um, are you mad at your wife? What? My wife's not my wife. My wife didn't steal my damn car. Ain't your wife named Carrie? How the hell you know my wife's name? You know how I know your wife's name? Because your wife got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning. Oh, <laughs> damn. Frankly, you just got pranked, baby. By your- oh, damn. Oh, Ooh, boy, we're going to marriage counseling for this one. This is... <laughs> Y'all have, you had me, you had your boy. <laughs> she said, 
He just bought this car. He loves this car. He outside sitting in it when he ain't going nowhere. Wow, I can't believe it. Man, it's always it's always the closest people. It's all you know, I tell you what, I tell you who is not getting to ride in this car for a long time. She knows what her name is. She knows what her name is. Hey, man, tell me this. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building. This one is from May in Culver City, California. It says, in regards to your live strawberry letter with the cheating man, I have a similar situation. I had an affair on my husband, and the first time I cheated, I got pregnant. I couldn't let my husband raise another man's child without knowing it, so I had a DNA test and confessed. My husband chose to stay in the marriage and raise the child as his own. But whenever the spirit hits him, he calls me names and makes my life miserable. In this case, is divorce a better choice or are his actions justified? Well, I mean, Whoa. you know, let let me let, let me do like women should all do. If the shoe was on the other foot and your husband went outside the marriage and had another baby and you decided to stay would you not call him a bunch of names whenever the spirit hit? Yeah. Uh, how about every birthday? Yeah. That's all the Christmas money when that child support going out the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a heck of a man to stay and raise it as his own, mm-hmm. and, and and then he spared you the shame of it. But I mean, well, you're gonna throw it in the face. See, the thing about saying I'm sorry is. It, it 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 that don't fix it. Mm-hmm. He may eventually stop doing it, mm-hmm. but if you can't take it and you want to get a divorce, that's on you. Yeah. But where the what, dude what? that they gave you the baby at in the first, but where he at? She didn't say, Steve. Well, I don't mm-hmm. see him raising his hand, volunteer. <laughs> and I ain't saying, saying stay and that. take any form of abuse. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Because that's not right at any level. Mm-hmm. You know. But he gonna he gonna throw it up in your face every now and then. I I don't know how that works. I he's I'm I'm not really sure I could do that. So I don't, I don't think I'm the perfect person. To have. Yeah. I think once you do it, you gotta you gotta you gotta accept it. But you can't keep throwing it back at him. You decide you gonna. Yeah, right. that sound real good. I, right. Yeah. I mean it that sounds, sounds good. good exactly. But right, if you're gonna say you you're gonna accept the baby and raise him as your own, but. But so much of the time, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could take that. That's tough, yeah. Because you're only yeah. human, so it's going to be some moments. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right, we're moving on. Joseph in the Bronx, CLO, says, My boss and I have the same birthday, so we went out two weeks ago after work and celebrated. She's got a husband that's very jealous-hearted, so she told him we were uh, where she was going and invited him to join us. We invited other co-workers, but they didn't show up. My boss's husband was waiting for us as we walked out of the restaurant. He got in my face and said he'd beat my mm-mm-mm if I ever tried anything with his wife. I was ticked off and wanted to fight him, but I need my job. How do I settle this? 
Come on, CLO. Well, I mean, bro, you can't go out with the man's wife no more. Period. I don't give a damn if y'all got the same birthday. His boss. I don't care. <laughs> she got a husband. She invited him. He didn't go. He probably walked up to the door and saw y'all sitting over there by yourself and decided not to go in. Because mm. he going to handle it outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now it wasn't nobody. So now he done told you. What you want me to do? Hey, look, apologize. Send the man a letter. Tell him, tell, tell him you didn't mean no harm. It won't happen again. And it won't happen again. She can't fire you for this now, homie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I done took the class. What? She cannot fire oh. you for this. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. HR. Yeah, because mm-hmm. according to the class I took, she has created a hostile work environment for you. You yeah. felt obligated to go because it was your boss. Had mm-hmm. you go to celebrate the birthday, you didn't want to say no because you didn't want to affect your job. Now you feel like it's a hostile environment because her damn husband all up in your face. Mm-hmm. And that's huh. in the class. <laughs> That's in the class. Yeah, I, I just took it. <laughs> so how should he settle it then, Steve? And I'm telling you, sir, as an active bystander, mm-hmm. which is what I'm being. Mm-hmm. Just apologize. And I would apologize to the man and get it on record that I had to apologize to him. Yeah, because yeah, he's not his boss. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, well, now so- he is gonna whoop your ass. You can believe it. <laughs> and he can't fight back because yeah. his wife is his boss. No, 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 no. Right there. Yeah, that's no, no, crazy. No, no. Once he starts swinging, hand your business, boy. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right, that's better. But All HR right, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia in Dallas. But says- HR offices are usually never in parking lots. <laughs> Sophia in Dallas says, I'm 42 years old and I'm dating a man that's 11 years younger than I am. Uh, We're both financially secure and we've both got nice houses. After a year of dating, I finally met his mom when she came to visit him. His mom asked my age and I thought he had told her that I was older. She started calling me a sugar mama and pointed out that she's only 12 years older than me. He didn't defend me and said it's not that big of a deal. Am I overthinking it? Mm. Well, he didn't defend you. Mm-mm. You're 12 years younger than his mama. Mm. 11 years older than him. 11 years older than him. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying, CLO? Well, got sugar mama wrote on it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but if y'all in a good place and y'all got a good relationship, yeah. whose business is it? It really ain't his mama's business. Y'all been, y'all been at this for a year. But that's the thing. He didn't speak up. He didn't say anything to his mom when she started calling her names. Well, sugar mama kind of sweet, don't you know, sugar? Oh, stop. <laughs> you know way better than that. You know no. shade with uh-huh. that. You know, sugar mama better than black ass cougar now. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced 
as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is time for Comedy Roulette. Take it away, Jay. Take four subjects, put them on a wheel, spun the wheel, which that we do the damn thing. And All right, here we go. Subject. Here go the subjects. <laughs> uh, things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. Mm-hmm. Your favorite lunchtime meal at school. Mm-hmm. Stuff you say to yourself when you're trying to lose weight. Ooh, <laughs> I've said some things. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four, things you say when you're lost. All right. Spun it. Yeah, Spun here it. we go. Spin the wheel. I like it, Jay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Lost. Lose weight. Lose weight. Girl, I'll be talking to myself. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to hear Am these. I'm going first? Yeah, let's go, yes. Jay. I'll go first. I'll uh-huh. go first. Yeah. The classic. The very classic. This is the classic. I ain't going to do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yes. Come on, Junior. <laughs> okay. Here's one I used a lot. It wasn't just me. All of us was doing it. <laughs> Tolo, everybody. Yeah. Snitch. Truth be told, Mama. Truth be told, Daddy the one broke the doggone plate. <laughs> Daddy the one. It ain't had nothing to do with me. He told me don't say nothing to you. You got a double butt with <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> I was not ever even in there. <laughs> We, I want. This is the one gonna get you a real bad butt whooping. Uh-huh. If you beat me, I'm gonna tell grandma. Oh, All right, yeah. things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping, Junior. Go, Mama. I don't. I don't really want to change right now, but I feel a crisis starting. <laughs> junior, it worked. <laughs> he said it worked. <laughs> Come on, 
my nephew. That's terrible. <laughs> that at the hospital just as healthy. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh-huh. But your car already had a dent on it. It did. <laughs> I ain't had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of the butt whooping, Steve. Would would you want me to beat you? (laughs) Playing those guilt strings. Mama, mama, would you want me to beat you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. Come on, Jay. (laughs) Please don't beat me because the last time you beat me, I had real bad nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have some more. (laughs) Stay tuned. Junior. Come on, Junior. <laughs> Things you say to keep them getting the butt whooping. Uh-huh. Mama, daddy having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> you going in. That flipped the script, didn't it? That'll stop it. I stopped right stop away. Yeah. <laughs> Mama, look me in my eyes before you whoop me and just tell me, what would Jesus do? <laughs> what would Jesus do, Mama? What would he do? We Christians, Mama. We Christian. <laughs> we Christian. Yeah. I thought y'all loved me. Oh, you dramatic? Method actors. Okay. I know you're gonna beat me, but before you beat me, could I just have a hug? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. These are some good ones, boy. Wait, 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 wait. You you said if I made all A's, you would leave me alone. (laughs) You made all A's? You made all A's? You You feel like if you did good in school, you wouldn't get Uh (laughs) whooped. That didn't work. (laughs) So, Mama, what this about? This really about them telling me. I'm really not your son. Is that, <laughs> what, you is that what this is? Oh, that's below the belt. <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping scheme. I, I thought you was my mama. Well, I'm finna tell your butter. <laughs> Let's pray first, mama. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a good one right there. Call on, one. Oh. Call on it. Call on it. <laughs> that's it right there. <laughs> oh, here you go. I think you just mad because daddy lost his job and you taking it out on me. Oh, that's another one. That's two. Oh, you really fit to get your ass beat. All right. Your opinion. <laughs> Things you say to keep from getting the butt with Come on, Junior. Wait, wait, mama, wait a minute. What about your arthritis, though? <laughs> uh. All right, Tommy, come on. Things you say you, to tuck your way out of a butt whooping. Before what? you do this right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Mom, I got a baby on the way. Oh, what? What? How old are you? <laughs> That's your time, Mom. Oh, yeah. I got a baby oh, yeah. on the way. <laughs> I'm nine. I got a baby on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Things you say to talk your way out of a butt whooping. <laughs> Close it out, Steve. Uh-uh. <laughs> Have we not learned anything from slavery? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just think about uh-huh. it. <laughs> All right.
right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. All right, guys, here we go. Would you rather work four-day weeks or work two months on and one month off? Hey, Andy. Think about that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I want what? two months on. I do even One want month yeah. off. Hell yes. yeah. Yes. Hell yes. yeah. Yes. What, what Skip a four-day work week. <laughs> I better do them four-day weeks. I better do that. That one month off, I'm going to forget I'm working. I got to do that. You're going to be wilding. <laughs> two months on, one month off. Yes. You like that, Steve? Yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. All day. Because you were in Vegas for 30 days. <laughs> yes, baby, yes. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have another 10 years with your partner or a one-night stand with your celebrity crush? Hey. Hmm. Oh. A lot of silence. <laughs> Just, just eight. Just okay, so Junior's going I don't, with, I don't understand. Would you rather have another 10 years with your partner, or would you rather have a one-night stand with your celebrity crush? What? Oh, you, you don't get your partner no more? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so okay, you have both of them? Yeah. No, you crazy. cannot. Uh-uh. <laughs> Junior no, no. picked A. I'm taking the 10 uh, years. What the hell I want with one I'm going to take A. Tell hell I <laughs> Oh, you sound, you said it. Why do you sound upset late. about it? I'm going over here where I've been. Just, uh, <laughs> oh. Tell Helen once again now. <laughs> you know the real shocker for you when you discover Halle don't want you. I sure wish I could arrange that. <laughs> she don't want. She don't want the one night stand. <laughs> right. Or or the ten years with you. Uh. <laughs> uh. All right. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Jail for five or a coma for ten? Ooh. No, I'm gonna do this jail. I'm gonna take the jail. Really? Hell yeah! I'm gonna, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna take that comb and give me some rest. I, <laughs> night, night. <laughs> Boy, coma. When you come out that coma, you and I can't tell you how poor your ass been. <laughs> I don't like people just coming in and visit me when I'm in the hospital. <laughs> no, you getting all even done. Now you know what you're gonna wait. You know what you're gonna look like. <laughs> A beard. How long will his beard be? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, you would rather go to jail for, jail five, for five years. years. I can't do that jail than be in a coma for ten. Ten. I'm just laying up here. That I ain't. I done missed everything. <laughs> I'm hilarious in jail. Dog, I get me some. Dog, I get some groups together in prison and. Yeah. What? <laughs> nah. I'm in there cutting deal. I'm with you, nephew. Oh, on that one. All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Come on, Cheryl. Just say it loud. It's the nephew. It's the nephew with side piece. All right, y'all. This is what it is. This is, hey, 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 hey. Just come on, man. I'm going to ask the uh, questions <laughs> that side pieces will you. ask. Oh, and I'm going to let Tommy respond. So, Tommy, uh-huh. if your side piece asks you, when can I call you? You can't. You can't. If I don't call you, we don't talk. That's all that is. Wow. You don't. You don't call me. I do the call. Mm. Okay. okay. Can I ask you? Here's another. Go ahead. When can I text you? 
Same answer as before. <laughs> if I don't text you, we don't text. You wait, I start everything. Yeah. When we hang up the yeah. phone, yeah. Okay. let me tell you something. When we, when we hang up the phone, if you forgot to say something and, and, and you got to wait till I call you back. Yeah. Okay, here's the next question. Yeah. Can we spend the night together? Yeah, of course. Of course, but my night ends at 6.45. <laughs> I got to get my ass home. <laughs> I can't, what up? Uh-uh. Get your nuts out. Yeah. What time your night ends? 6.45. My night ends. <laughs> now, we can lay up on each other from 3 p.m. You can hug and everything. Yeah. Oh. But come 645, I got to go. Yeah. And this is PM or AM? PM. PM. We get we gonna watch the six o'clock news together. Right after that, I'm gone. Yeah. Wow. All right, Tommy, here's the next question. Can you give her a nickname? Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Same thing I call my wife. Baby. But I ain't gonna do. What I ain't finna do is say the wrong thing. Everybody, baby. Everybody, baby. Okay, let me ask you a question. Will you buy a gift for your side piece like cologne? Yeah, yeah, cologne tonight. You can get that. But it's gonna be the same damn cologne my wife wear. Oh, I'm not finna come home smelling like no other woman. You're gonna get a smell. Smell my wife smell. You're gonna smell like her. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay, here's another one. Can she introduce you to her friend? Oh, okay. Hell no. They don't need to know I exist. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 why is we why are I meeting them people? I'm not finna do nothing with them people. <laughs> why, why is you talking about me? Them people shouldn't even know I exist at all. You shouldn't be over there running your mind about me to nobody. <laughs> Okay, okay, Tom, here go next. Can she meet your friends? Okay, yeah. now that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. Like yes, that. you can, oh. Oh, but okay. only on side piece night. <laughs> you just see you gonna, gonna meet some more side pieces. <laughs> but what you ain't finna do is be meeting them in their wife night. That's not your night. <laughs> It ain't your night. You side piece night. You know other side piece. Wow. <sighs> side piece night. Okay, Tommy. You're very calm, Uncle. Yeah, because I already don't know it all. It's just got to be Tommy. Can yes, she have a picture of you? You just got to have uh -huh. one. You, you go on my Facebook. <laughs> screenshot a picture of me. And my family, crack oh, that God. down, crack, crack that down where you got only me. Now you got it. There you Facebook go. Page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm his profile. Okay, Tommy. Really? I'm, I'm listening. If she asks you this, if she says, I love you, mm -hmm. do you love me? What's your answer? Ditto. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not finna say the hell. I a bunch of ditto. I ditto you to death. Ditto, ditto, all that ditto. But I I'm not finna see here and have the L word come out. No. Ditto. You're stupid, ditto. 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 You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I taught this young man everything he knows. Okay? Uh-huh. Right now, mm-hmm, uh, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? So I got to drop y'all down one of the classics here. Uh, and, the name, and the name of the prank is Keith Sweat. That's what it's called. It's called Keith okay. Sweat. Cat dog, okay. let's sweat it up. Let's go. I'm trying to reach Manny. Is this Manny? Nah, this ain't Manny, man. This sweat. Who's this, man? Hey, this Raheem, man. Uh, wow, this sweat. Okay. Hey, uh, Mr. Keith, you, uh, we, we got we got people down here. You're supposed to be here at that record store, man, right here in Harlem, and, and we got people wrapped around the building. You're supposed to be here signing these CDs, man, but it's been over an hour. These people have been standing here waiting on y'all. Yo, man, I don't know nothing about no record store, and, uh, and number two, I don't know nothing about doing no signing, man. Who set this up, man? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, the name I was given was Manny. Who was who was Manny? Manny's my road manager, but he don't set things up, man. He's a road manager. He's not my manager. He just handled my stuff on the road, but I was never told I was supposed to be nowhere to do anything, man. I mean, normally when somebody tell me, me and them have an understanding that I, I, I book what I'm supposed to do, so I don't know nothing about this, my brother. Okay, well, you know, we got to get this taken care of. We got people wrapped around the bill, and we got a table here laid out. We got uh, pens and everything for you to sign these CDs, man. We got over 100 people outside the uh, store. My brother, I, I, nobody told me about no no signings or no nothing, man. I mean, I, I don't know nothing about no signing, for real. Okay, well, you, are you hearing what I'm saying to you, man? We got people outside the building waiting for you to arrive to sign some CDs. Now, what am I supposed to tell these people? Yo, I don't know what you're supposed to tell them, man. I mean, you know, I'm, and, and it's kind of like you're raising your voice, dude. I don't, I don't, I, first of all, I don't know even know who you are calling me like this. I told you, man, I didn't set nothing up, man. And, you know, I mean, I don't even know who gave you my number. You know what I'm saying? For, I mean, I, I don't handle All this information is on the fax machine. I got this as a contact number. Manny is the person. I was supposed to be talking to, and Mr. Sweat was supposed to arrive here at 12 noon. Now, here it is. It's, it's 1 15, 1 20, man, and you ain't here. And we got people wrapped around the building. We've been advertising this for the last two weeks. I mean, the album dropped My today. Brother, I don't think you, I mean, no disrespect to you, but I don't think you hear me, man. I, I, I don't know nothing about a signing. If I knew about a signing or I knew I had a signing such that I wouldn't have the people sitting around or standing around like that, that's not what I do. But no one informed me that nothing like this was going down today. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Okay, but look, man. Now that you realize people are here waiting, what are you gonna do? What I'm supposed to tell them? Man, there's no way in the world I can get down there and do a signing at this time, late time, right now, man. I mean, you man, know. You need to get your bag and you, you need you need to get try to try to get yourself down here, man. First of all, first of all, I mean, you know, I, what did you just say? I, I think you just called me on my name or something, man. What did you just say to me, man? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I'm saying you need to try and come on down and sign sign these CDs for these people, man. 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 These people are here. They wait in line. They've been waiting over an hour on you. Now this this not gonna man, look good. This is the date. Dude, dude, I mean, dude. I, we got your we got your CD almost on every show, dude, man. I, I'm I'm feeling you, and I, I'm I, I understand now. I understand what you're saying to me, but there's no way. I can get down there, man. We, you just gonna have to reschedule this, so we gonna have to reschedule this. I apologize for the, you know, misunderstanding. But bottom line is, I knew nothing about this. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, Mr. Anderson. He's this is Mr. Sweat. He's saying he don't know anything about being here. I'm telling him we got people all wrapped all around the building. He don't care. 
Yo, yo, dude, I didn't say I didn't care. I said there's nothing I could do. I didn't say that. I didn't say that, man. Don't put words in my mouth, my brother. What do you want me to Will do? You re- all you got to do is reschedule it for another time, man. That's what you do. I, hold on, man. I'm talking to my boss. I'm trying to hold figure out how to up, get... Up, we got up, people up. finna get mad, man, because you're not here. Up, okay? You, now, whoever Maddie Maddie needs his whoop, man. He does. Yo, I don't, Say what? I don't know nothing about that, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. All I know is that nobody told me about that. You know, I'll call Manny, and I absolutely said because I don't do things unless I know where, where it's coming from. There so ain't no way you can get your you can get yourself hold down up, hold here. Up. You keep, first of all, man, you don't talk to me like I'm your child, man. You keep saying there's no way I can get my, you know, back up with, on what you're saying, dude. Hey, man, hey, man we having a problem. This is supposed to be one of the biggest days of our record store. We got your CD on every shelf, and you you just so calm and collect like it's not a problem no, with you. No, what I'm supposed to do, man, when I didn't know nothing about it, I understand it's a problem. It's a problem because it make me look like I'm a no-show, but Dude, I'm telling you again, I knew nothing about this, man. Hold on, hold on one second. Take all his damn CDs off the shelf. Every last yo, dude, one of them. Yo, yo, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're losing your darn mind right now, man. I'm not trying to disrespect you, dude, but you're really losing your mind right now. You're doing something you ain't got no business, though, man. I said reschedule the situation, man. You know, tomorrow, the day How are we that. rescheduling when the album drops hey, today, yo, man? Okay, well, today. well, there's nothing I could do about this, dude. Nothing. Who you, wait, wait, hold, sound like you raising your voice at me. I ain't raising me. my voice, man, because you now, you now you disrespect me. You don't call my phone going off like 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 I'm somebody's child, like I'm your child, dude. Man, you don't talk to me like that, man. Come oh, on. So you can't stop what you're doing and bring your butt down here to the record store. No, I so can't, we think I can't won't stop be what I'm doing. No, 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 I can't stop what I'm doing, man. So what you're doing right now that's so important, you can't come. Man, it ain't none of your business what I'm doing right now, dude. I'm saying I know I knew nothing about this, man. So I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you like 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 I gotta explain to you why I can't I gotta stop what I'm doing to come down there. I knew nothing about it. It's not my fault, dude. You need to take this up with somebody who scheduled this because I didn't schedule it. There's a right and a wrong way to look a right and a wrong way to do somebody, Mr. Sweat. Oh, man, come on, now you reciting them, my, my songs, man. Come okay. on, man. Okay, okay no problem. Songs. I'm just going to go old. out here and tell everybody in the line, Mr. Sweat don't want to come, man. okay? And I'm taking all of the man. damn CDs man. off the shelf because you don't want to stand up and be the celebrity that you're supposed to be. Man, okay, now, you know what, man? You do what you got to do, man. At this point, you do what you got to do, man. But, the, you, yo, who am I talking to anyway? This Raheem, man. Raheem. Raheem. I work here okay. at the store. Okay, well, I'll see you, Raheem. You go ahead and do what you get ready to do, and I'll come and see you, dude. What, 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 what you mean you going to see me? What that means? I'll see you. I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you. That's what it means. I'll see you. Okay, because the bottom line is, man, Tommy said you was going to come. He the one said you was going to come sign. Tommy who? Now you, Raheem, Tommy, who the, who the hell is the Tommy? Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Swear I got your Boy, man, you know what? <laughs> man, y'all tripping, boy, for real. Man, you, you, you don't even understand what you give me makes me do, dude. <laughs> you crazy, boy. I mean, you know what I mean? Y'all don't have anything better to do than call me and mess with me, man. <laughs> I knew the album was dropping, man. I said, I'm getting it today. You, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. <laughs> boy, you crazy, boy. Oh, man, let me get off this phone, man. Y'all do what you <laughs> Boy, you don't even understand. Oh, swear, man. I had to get you, dog. <laughs> Look here. You know, I know you got your show, but you got to tell me what is the baddest radio show in the morning. 
the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Get off my phone, nephew time. He <laughs> 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 got a little gangster in him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you didn't little, know? He uh-huh. got a little gangster in him. Did you know that? I ain't no kid had that little yeah. gangster, gangster like that. Can't play with everybody. Mm -hmm. I used to work for Keith with an F. Keith. (laughs) K-E-I-K-E-I-F-F. Keith. (laughs) Or you can do K-E-E-F. Keith. (laughs) Real Keith. That was funny, Neff. Funny king of pranks. Happy belated birthday to our boy Keith Swift. Keith! Oh, we gotta go. Yes. Coming up next, it's the Strawberry Letter (laughs) subject. I taught this young man everything he knows. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, Hims is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships on, I hear you, Steve, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. That's for you. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. 
Thank you, nephew. Subject, I taught this young man everything he knows. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a confession to make, and I know I can count on Steve to give it to me straight. I am a divorced female, and I work as a corporate trainer. I'm 49 years old, and I have one daughter and a granddaughter. Last fall, I was called to train staff at an insurance agency. One of the male trainees got my attention and asked me for a business card before I left. He left a message on my office phone and invited me to dinner the next night. I knew he was a bit younger than I am, but I was flattered and went on a date with him. We have so much in common. It's hard to believe he's only 25. After that date, we've been inseparable, and I've had a hard time hiding him from my daughter and my family. I've taken him on several business trips with me, and he looks great in all of the suits and nice shoes I've bought him. Uh, I've taught him etiquette and how to appreciate the finer things. We took a cooking class, and he knows how to hand roll sushi for me. I showed him the art of making love to a real woman, and he mastered it. He's basically the perfect man for me, but the age difference will be a problem in the long run. I know my family and friends will judge me because he's two years younger than my daughter. He wants to get married so we can live together, and he wants me to meet his mother and grandmother. You know this isn't going to go over well with them. Men have always met and married younger women, but it's not as accepted when women do it. I would hope that I'm everything this man needs and he won't want a younger woman someday. Can this work or have I wasted all of my training on the wrong man? Um, okay, so do you have a training thing going on here? Uh, <laughs> sounds like sounds like you're a sugar mama uh, uh, because you're buying him so much stuff, okay? Um, you know, the, you have a lot to be concerned about in this relationship. You, you're a, a mother and a granddaughter, and this guy is just two years younger than your daughter. I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show, the double standard. There are things that women can do that men can't or, or, or don't or won't do. And there are things that men can do that women can't or don't do. Uh, you said it in the letter. Men have always met and married younger, but uh, it's not as accepted uh, uh, when women do it, and mainly that's because women have a biological clock inside of them where we have to do things like have children at a certain age. Um, and the facts are that you are twice this young man's age, which, mean, which means you have way more life experience than him. Uh, you came in as the trainer. He's the trainee, which means you have way more experience than him. You're, you're buying him suits, as I mentioned, and shoes and stuff. You also have to think that that, um, you know, he might want kids of his own. And that's where you have to think about your biological clock and the time. You know, he might want kids at some point. Uh, as far as the love goes, of course, we all know the heart wants what it wants. It doesn't care about age or race or religion or anything like that. But you, as the older, more experienced person, you have to let your 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 thinking get involved here in your head. Um, you have to think about these things if he wants kids in the future and what the future might hold. Yeah. Yeah, he will probably look at younger women. You guys, you're twice his age, okay? Um, 
I, I don't know if you'll be able to live with that or not as you get older. I mean, I'm sure you're beautiful right now. I'm sure you are. Um, but, you know, you got to think about that, that 25-year-old age difference. I, I don't think that's going to work, uh, you know. And if you can live with all of that stuff, then go for it. I, I don't think you should. I wouldn't do it. This has nothing to do with your your what your uh, family or your friends say or anything like that. It's not their business. This is a decision that you have to make. And I think as the adult in this situation, um, you know, I, I don't I wouldn't do it. I'll put it like that. Steve, you already know. <laughs> you already know. So you want Steve to give it to you straight because you know he's going to give it to you straight. Surely gave, gave it to you. Surely gave it to you. But since you want to hear from Steve, here we go. I'm going to point out some things Shirley pointed out and point out some stuff Shirley didn't point out. Uh, you're a corporate trainer. You're 49 years old. You have one daughter and a granddaughter. 49. Let's just round it off, say you're 50. Women don't like to round it off up. So let me just go and get to it. Because you're about to be 50 any damn way. Might have had a birthday by the time we read this letter on the air anyway. So let's just say you're 50. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, let's go. You got a daughter that's 27. And you got a granddaughter. You train people. That's your calling in life. You train people. So you go to this uh, agency, you're training some people, dude got your attention, asked for a card, left a message, invited you to dinner next night. You know, I knew he was a bit younger than I am, but I was flattered. Because you're bored. <laughs> you divorced. You've been single for a while. You're bored. You figure, hey, you've been on this session. Let me go on out to dinner with him. We have so much in common. What the hell you got in common <laughs> with a boy that's 25 years, a young man, who's 25 years younger than you. What y'all both like to eat? Mm. You don't play video games. You ain't into sport. He like black dresses. You had on the black dress. That ain't nothing in common. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with part two of Steve's, re uh, Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Title of today's letter, I Taught This Young Man Everything He Knows. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. I taught this young man everything he knows. Well, you're a teacher, you're a trainer. You're 49 years old. You go out on this uh, insurance thing to train a group of people. Young dude catches eye, asks you for a business card, invites you to dinner. You flattered because he's had your age. You go out with him. He's much younger than you. But you sit there and all of a sudden y'all got everything in common. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. And I'll prove it to you in the letter. Lady, you have so much in common. Y'all don't like the same music and y'all don't go to the same places. Mm. Y'all ain't had the same life in children. Y'all ain't had the same life experiences. You can make children, he can't. You got kids, he don't. Mm. He play video games, you don't. He got a family, he ain't got no family, you do. What y'all got in common? <laughs> I sure would like to know what it is y'all got in common. Or what did you sit there and fabricate in your mind that made it so good? Well, let me tell you what. Well, after that date, we've been inseparable. So much for in common. I've had a hard time hiding from my daughter and my family 
Listen to me. I've taken him on several business trips with me, and he looks great in all of the suits and nice shoes I bought him. You know why? Because he was wearing sneakers and T-shirts. <laughs> you had to buy him them shoes and them suits because you couldn't take his T-shirt wearing ass nowhere with you. I thought y'all had a lot in common. He don't know how to dress. You taught him just your letter. I taught this young man everything he know. He ain't know nothing. You taught him everything. He didn't know nothing. You taught him everything. And you got a lot in common. What? He didn't know how to hand roll sushi when you met him. <laughs> now you got him hand rolling sushi. Let me tell you something. I went in a sushi restaurant in Atlanta one night. And this mm -hmm. is years ago. Years ago. Mm -hmm. Kings of comedy years. And it was two black guys behind the counter at the sushi place. I turned around and walked right out. The two black dudes say, Steve, come on in, man. The sushi good. I said, y'all know good and hell well. Y'all don't know nothing about cutting no damn sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that is not our job. If you like no, fried fish, I sit down. Yeah, we do, but you Steve. slicing raw fish, boy, stop. <laughs> now, you done got him to hand roll sushi for you. I showed him the art of making love to a real woman, and he mastered it. He, he okay, you can say he mastered it. Right. He done got better at it. You can't get worse at sex. You no, just you, get you better should. at it. So he's teachable. He's basically the perfect man for me. Mm. Except you can't take him around your daughter, your family, or your friends. But the age difference will be a problem in the long run. No, it's a problem now. So why are you talking about this is a problem in the long run? You can't take him nowhere. He don't know nothing. You didn't taught him everything. It's a problem now. I know my family and friends gonna judge me because he's two years younger than my daughter. It's a problem now, not in the long run. This problem ain't gonna get better. You gonna get older, and the gap is gonna be more obvious. He wants me to meet his mother and grandmother. Let me tell you something. They're going to eat your ass alive. You go in there with this boy's mama and grandmama. He don't even, He's so stupid. You didn't teach him what was going to happen when he walked your old ass in there with his mama and grandmama, did you? Who's going to be worse, though, Steve, the mom or the grandmother? The grandmama going to kill him. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, so you one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you ain't Easter stuff. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> oh, she got yeah. glasses on. Come on. I saw you down at the hall, didn't I? <laughs> you look like the girl that work at the tavern I go to. <laughs> See, it's gonna get bad for you. They gonna eat you. They gonna yeah. eat you alive. You be. you walk your old ass in there with this daughter that's two years older than this boy, they already know what you did. They already know you done, you done whipped him. Because see this boy, he's whipped. And they know you done put it on him like he ain't never had it before. And now, yeah. you he want to marry you? Has he lost his rabbit ass mind? Yeah. Talk Has this boy, you, you, done, you done whipped him <laughs> this bad that he wants to marry you? And mm -hmm. You gonna go in there and face his mother and grandma? I hope you do. Well, she said you finna find out. Know. I don't give a damn. Uh -huh. You know this ain't gonna go over uh -huh. well with them. Okay, so you once again she see knows. when you said in this letter this is gonna be a problem in the long run. Mm -hmm. I keep telling you it's a problem now.
You hiding him from your friends. You got him here from your daughter. He's two years younger than your daughter. You got a granddaughter. You take him everywhere. You done taught him everything because his ass stupid. He ain't know nothing. You know, men have always met married younger women, but it's not as accepted when women do it. I would hope that I'm everything this man needs and he won't want a young woman someday. What? His mom. What? Who the hell don't want a younger woman something? What? <laughs> what? what? You All this stuff you done taught him to master. You don't think he don't want to show this to nobody? <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll leave, thank you, Steve. We'll leave it right there. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. She crazy. She knows this ain't going to work. She knows. On Instagram and Facebook. And coming up at But I do minutes. want you to go meet his mom and grandmama, though. Please do that for me. <laughs> and let and us know us how back. it turned out. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, does marriage make you a better person? That is the question on the table right now. Hell this is an- no. Hey, hey, let me get it out. <laughs> he already said. It ain't the been a year, huh? The newlyweds <laughs> on this show. A new study from Tilburg University in the Netherlands suggests that marriage can make you a better person. Specifically, getting hitched makes you more forgiving and more likely to exercise self-control. All right, that's what it says. Who they study? This is a new study. They study married married people, people that are in America. They didn't come by my house and study a damn. (laughs) (laughs) You said the Netherlands. From the Netherlands. It suggests that marriage can make you a better person. Specifically, getting hitched makes you more forgiving. It makes you more forgiving, Tommy, it says. Right person. And it makes you more likely to exercise self control. If you married to the wrong No. No, Tommy, no. That's in the Netherlands. No. No. What are the one they got for over here? Thank you. Man, <laughs> if you marry the wrong person, it will not make you a better person. It make you better at doing certain things. <laughs> like what? Huh? You become a lot more crafty. A better cheater. You know. <laughs> your ass gets real crafty. You marry the wrong one. Your ass can learn some things. Yes, you can. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Chief. What did you, you learn? Uh, like, not, not how to go home? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, you'll, you'll learn about spots. You'll know about a lot of uh, restaurants. You have a lot of little cubby holes. Cubby holes. Hidden restaurants. You know how to walk in places and spot cameras. <laughs> so, you learn a lot the back way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you use your phone different. Uh-huh. See, when I was out there, wasn't no phone cameras, wasn't no GPS, wasn't none of that. When you were out there? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. when I was out there. See, all this now, I already know I'm good because oh, yeah. where I'm going to go? <laughs> that ain't, sure ain't, 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 ain't nobody going to yeah. see me. Ain't nobody going to see That's me. That's why I just kept my ass home. You got to turn that GPS off your phone. You got to turn that off as soon as you leave the house. Uh-huh. Hey, dog, if you're famous, you can't do nothing. You just can't do nothing. Just go home. Dog. Yes, go uh-huh. home. If you're famous and you're not happy, just get yourself a divorce, man, because you're going to get seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and will they, be a they, scandal. Dog, and they're going to put you out there, dog. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be freaking did you Did you want to say that aloud, or did yeah. you want to keep that to yourself? <laughs> He said, just go home. They ought to at least have a miserable meeting or something. You can go and talk to other miserable ass. You know what I'm saying? Why did he get married? I didn't. Y'all ain't tell me everything. Y'all didn't. 
<laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Here's a question a guy asked his friend to email the morning show to get your opinion, Steve. Uh, my wife went out of town this past weekend, and it was a good thing because on Saturday, a young guy, maybe around 20 years old, rang my doorbell. He asked me my name, asked if I once lived in Memphis, and asked me if I knew a woman whose name I won't mention. When, th- when those checked out, he then put, hit, put out his hand and told me he was my son. I lived in Tennessee two decades ago, and I dated the woman for a little while, so the math checks out. And this was right before my wife and I got married, but the kid's mom didn't tell me any of this. I invited the young man in, and we talked more about it. He's trying to put his life together. I was, uh, it was a cool conversation, and we both agreed to get a DNA test to confirm or deny the possibility that he is my son, and yes, he favors me. Either way, how do I break this Maury Povich, you are, uh, or you are not the father situation to my wife? Do I tell her everything about the visit, the DNA test, or wait for the results, and then tell her I have a son? Mm. Yeah. I would, I would, I would take the DNA test. And then when it comes back positive that that's your son, then you got mm-hmm. to tell your wife exactly how it happened. This but guy came to my house. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> say what? Be done. You oh, Don't mm-mm. tell her about the no, visit sir. first oh, hell before the DNA No, 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 no. No, it's easy. To, no, no. So you when do she comes not. home on the weekend, what happened this weekend? What you do? Nothing. Not a damn. Oh, baby. Nothing. They all watch your Been TV. Been here all myself. All day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I promise you I'm not mentioning. So he came no. over to you. How come you didn't tell me this right then? Baby, listen. I didn't know whether this young man was telling the truth or not. 
I do remember this woman over 20 years ago. It was before we got married. I do remember this. But if it wasn't no DNA, it ain't no need of him talking to me about this. I find out it's true. I have a son. So you know 20 years means nothing to her because this happened right before the wedding. He was born before the wedding. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you do realize that. Well, that nine months... Nine months, you know, all as long, long as he born before this wedding. That's how yeah. we got. We we got something. So you mean you knew the, about you, you knew about this woman while you were walking down while we were walking down the aisle while we were I had I had known of this woman <laughs> before we got married, but after I found out we were serious, I broke it off. Sound like a good time to lose him. I was younger back then. I was younger back then. You'll be able to get past this 20-year thing. And then see, no, 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 listen to me. No, no, no. It's not going to be easy, but see, you out of the child support stage. You know, ain't no money got to come out the house. You know, it's easier to, you know, this is my son. I didn't know it. Then you got to do the right thing as a man because he's trying to put his life together. So you got to help this your son at this point. Uh, I don't think this is going. This is not going to lose cause him his marriage. It's going to create a whole lot of questions. He going to get tapped a lot in the middle of the night. Excuse me. Yes, he is. Let me let me ask you something. So when we went to Cancun, because you were seeing her when? Wait a minute. Wait wait wait. But you was in Memphis. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. In ninety. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. All of that. Yes. No. Wait. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. In two thousand, though, uh-huh. we uh-huh. we went to see my mama in uh-huh. Texas. Uh huh. Uh huh. Black uh-huh. women can do math. Yes. Wait a minute. 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 Hold on. So when you was driving, yes, to yes. see me in Dallas. Yeah. Which way you go? Because uh-huh. uh-huh. that's 40. 40, uh-huh. 40 once you, you come know. down Nashville, you hit 40. Yeah. And then yeah. you come across to Arkansas to get on 30. That's right. You must have stopped. You went mm-hmm. to see this heifer oh, right before yeah. you saw me. It happened right when before that boy, wedding, when that boy birthday. When that baby birthday. Oh. <laughs> More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, Mr. Green Drink himself, Mr. Elevate You. How's it going? The product is out. You know what? The product is going good. I want to thank everybody out there for all of your support for the Elevate You launch at Walmart. Because of this, Elevate You products got sold out rather quickly at Walmart.com. And get all you want. You can get the greens and stick packs, the original flavor, the terry chart, and the chocolate. And we have two new, three new products, gummies. They're for your digestive health. They're for your immune system. And they are for your metabolism. If you want to speed up your metabolism, feel more energy. We got them in gummies now. They taste really, really good. But they're very, very effective. I use them all the time. Because better health should be available for everybody. So check out a Walmart near you or go to Walmart.com. Just go to Walmart next, Walmart.com to make sure you get your greens and your gummies. So it is back in business. We sold out so quick at Walmart, they were just gone. 
And now they're back. Walmart.com. This product is the hottest new product on the market for your health. And I want everybody to get healthy, man, especially in my generation. And now younger people are getting hip to it, too. My daughter is using it. My daughter. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. Go to ElevateU.com. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we will play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. All right, guys, here we go. Would you rather work four-day weeks or work two months on and one month off? Hey, Andy. Think about that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I want what? two months on. I do even One month yeah. off. Hell yes. yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. yeah. Skip a four-day work week. <laughs> I better do them four-day weeks. I better do that. That one month off, I'm going to forget I'm working. I got to <laughs> No, no. You gonna be wildin'? <laughs> Two months on, one uh-huh. month off. Yeah, like that, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. All day, cause you were in Vegas for thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather have another ten years with your partner, or a one night stand with your celebrity crush? Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lot of silence. Just, just hey. Just okay, so Junior is going. I don't, I don't with, understand. Would you rather have another ten years with your partner, or would you rather have a one night stand with your celebrity crush? What? Oh, you you don't get your partner no more. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so okay, can't have yeah. both of them. Yeah. No, you cannot. Uh huh. Junior picked A. I'm taking the 10 uh, years. What the hell I want with one? I'm going to take A. Tell hell I <laughs> Oh, you sound, you said it. Why do you sound upset late. about it? I'm going over here where I've been. Just sit down. <laughs> oh. Tell Helen once again now. <laughs> you know the real shocker for you when you discover Halle don't want you. <laughs> I sure wish I could arrange that. <laughs> she don't want. She don't want the one night stand. <laughs> right. Or or the ten years with you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Jail for five or a coma for ten? Ooh. No, I'm going to do this jail. I'm taking jail. Really? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to take, take, take that coma and give me some rest. <laughs> night, night. <laughs> Boy, coma, when you come out that coma, you and I can't tell you how poor your ass is. <laughs> I don't like people just coming in and visiting me when I'm in the hospital. <laughs> no, you're getting all your, no, no, you know what you're going to wait. You know what you're going to look like? <laughs> A beard? How long will his beard be? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. You would rather go to jail for jail five, for five years. years? I can't do that jail than thing, Than be in man. a coma for 10 10. I'm just laying up here that I ain't I done missed everything. <laughs> I'm hilarious in jail. Dog, I'll give me some dog, I'll get some groups together in prison and yeah. what? <laughs> nah. I'm in there cutting deep. I'm with you, nephew. Oh, on that one. All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather coming up uh, 49 minutes after the hour. It's our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Uh, Steve, we're ready for your closing remarks. I'm so happy they're back. uh, All right, everybody. Uh, My closing remarks today, this is what I've chosen to do. Um, I have variations of this when I'm talking as a speaker and things like that, but I'm going to go a different way with you today. Uh, There's a saying that if you're the smartest person in your group, then you need a new group. I want you I want you all to just think about that for a minute. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. Now, I've been very very guilty of this. Not saying that I was smarter than everybody else, but I had been exposed more than a certain group of people I had employed and had hanging around me. I had been exposed to more things. I naturally was making more because they were mostly employees. Um, I wanted more. Uh, And because of the fact that I had more, more was required of me. I just had bigger dreams. I outdreamed everybody in my group. And it just gotten to a point, and I'm saying this because I want you all to put everything into perspective as I'm talking to you. Just imagine at your place in your life that if you're the one that's constantly coming up with the ideas, you're the one constantly coming up with the solution. You're the one everybody turns to for guidance. You're the person always picking up the tab. You're the person that's the only one who's dreaming really big you're the one that's pulling the wagon and you happen to be carrying everybody that's on it. Ain't none of your associates getting off the wagon to help you pull it, push it, guide it, or nothing. They just own the wagon and you doing all the pulling. You need a new group. You need a new group. Now, the problem with acquiring this new group is going to be that the fact is is inevitable you have to get rid of the old group and it's hard it's hard cutting people loose because for the most part you're just a nice person because you start beating yourself up with stuff that has nothing to do with you well if if i let them go what they gonna do man how his family gonna eat how her family gonna survive how how they gonna if, if I let them go, man, how they going to feel about me? What will they say about me? What will the other group members think about me? 
you know something, man? That's not your job. And I'm not trying to sound cold or callous, but it's just not your job. They are responsible for themselves. But through this meaningless emotion called guilt, they will make you feel guilty about letting them go and making them stop riding up the hill in your wagon for free. And they use guilt, which is the most meaningless emotion, and they give it to you all the time. Y'all, do yourself a favor. Stop doing that. Stop carrying people who should be walking themselves. Stop pulling people up the hill in your wagon when they need to get their own wagon to pull. Stop. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a new group. They will be fine. Because let me ask you a question. This is something my father used to say to me all the time. What would you do if you didn't know me? And I used to never understand what my father said that till I got older. But I hear him saying it to me all the time. People come to you, ask you for money because I know you got it. Because you're doing better than them. Well, you work harder than them. So quite naturally, you should be doing better than them. Now, they come to you and lay this guilt, man. You you, you, done, you done came up and all us and over all of us and left us back here. And, man, we so proud of you. Let me hold. My father used to say, if you didn't know me, what would you do? So I started incorporating that in my life. If you didn't have my number, who would you call? I cannot be everybody's emergency. If you are everybody's emergency phone call, you need a new group. They gonna bring you down, man. I'm telling you, they're going to bring you down. And when you go down, guess what? They gonna get another emergency number. They not gonna be there for you. All these people that use you as their emergency, do you have the ability to use them as your emergency? I think not. It's time to look at getting a new group. Now, you can sever the ties with these people now, or you can wait until a major event occurs that's going to cause you have to break it off. And it's going to be a lot more painful and a lot more costly. You know, but Bishop Jake said one time, sometimes you have to let people go so they can be freed up to go be who they supposed to be. Because some people just hanging on because it's comfortable. Because you've made it comfortable for people. And I'm talking to everybody out there. This ain't for me or people who have employees. This is for people who have people in their lives that's constantly pulling on you, man. For $20 here, $40 here, 100 over here, my light bill went off. They cut this off. They calling me. I'm behind on my taxes. My income tax check ain't here yet. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times do you get that? Stop being everybody's emergency phone call. Because if they didn't know you, what would they do? You know what my father used to say? When they don't know you, what would they do? They need to get on, get to doing it. You can't save everybody because they'll bring you down. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. Y'all have a great day, okay? Uh, I'm going to have a good weekend, too.
Steve Harvey contest. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hi, I'm Ruby, the remote receptionist who makes small businesses feel like giants. We answer all your calls live from right here in the U.S. We take messages, answer questions, route calls, and more 24-7. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better, because we specialize in turning every ring into a relationship. Experience Ruby for yourself and see why thousands of businesses trust us to represent them over the phone. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.